Welcome to a uh, special episode of the Lost Beat 6 podcast. I'm here, uh, the DRE is uh, the BRE right now. I'm yeah. uh, not quite drunk, but buzz. I'm here with our good friend, uh, C-Dub. You know it. Fellow member of the Average Homeboys. Yep. And we're here to do a uh, podcast about the kind of the history of Beefing It, which I've, we've, we've been asked about a lot Uh it's it's not an easy question to answer without some context. Um, uh, part of having context here, we've got some death grips in the background. I'm, Absolutely, uh, giving bottomless pit uh, a second listen. So uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes. But anyway, um, you wrote an article for uh, your English class a couple yeah. of years ago or last year. When exactly was it? It was. I have to look it up. I think it's like 20, it's fall of 2016, 2017, 2016. something like that. Something like that. Okay. Not fall of 2017 because that was too recent, but it was something like that. Too close? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Uh, okay. So it was it was an article about a night that you and I had probably, yeah. uh, what, what what was the year that the, the article's from or is based, 2011, based on? 2011? Something like that? 20, no, no, no. 2010, Way later maybe? Than 2011. Oh, really? You think so? Oh, no. Th- th- this this was a night that was post kind of when it came up with the idea. That's so true. Th- this, this must have been 2014 at the earliest. I think it was 2015. No way, because it was pre-Glenda. And I've been with her for like six years, so. Yeah. Um so oh, is it, does does this article go back to that that one night back yeah. in Silmore Park? Okay, yeah. So, so probably but like it, it stretches twenty twelve, maybe. But it like it stretches. It's not like a definitive. Here's where this. It's not like a literal translation of this is where this came from kind of thing. But it's gotcha. like a an amalgamation of all of the like emotional like and uh, liquored up and on weed nights that we had yeah, back had, in the day back in the day like at your parents house where we were just oh yeah we, we, having we would it go going. hard we were going hard and not that there we was don't just, still go hard but you know we were going hard uh covertly back then now we're going hard <laughs> yeah. not covertly now i could do this in the comfort of my own kitchen yeah exactly so that's just that's it's it's not like necessarily based on one night although it kind of is but it's not like gotcha it's just kind of the history, you know? Okay. Well, uh, let's let's go ahead and we're going to have you read this article here. Absolutely. Um, so this, also, just to give it a little bit more of an intro, I just feel like, because it's based on the summer, it's coming up on summer. Seemed That's like, true. Seemed like the right time to be uh, putting this podcast out, you know? So Absolutely. I've named it uh, Summertime Blues. Blues. Summertime Bloons. The blues. Balloons. Balloons. It was summer, which Eric and I had both agreed was the absolute worst time of the year. I could never understand people who like the summer. It's so much easier to get warm than it is to get cold, and every year it seems to get more unbearably hot. Today it's 115 degrees outside, and it's not a dry heat either. Without the humidity, I could possibly stand the sun blasting down on us, but when it gets swampy like it is, it's almost hard to breathe. Days like this really make me wish I lived in a colder climate, or potentially in hell, so at least I wouldn't have to breathe anymore. Sitting inside a boiling hot garage with no windows and one tiny fan certainly isn't helping us. Eric and I tend to spend days like this indoors, killing time until the sun goes down so we can drink without the heat ruining our good time. Fuck the sun. I wish I lived underground, I said, heading for the freezer to put ice in my cup. 
I never want to be this hot again in my life. Get me some ice too, Eric chimed in from the other side of the room. And while you're at it, grab the vodka. I'm tired of waiting. Eric and I have known each other forever. We met sometime in middle school and quickly became friends. Our childhood together was fairly normal. We'd spend the week putting in as little effort into school as possible, and our weekends up all night playing video games and eating junk food. By high school, we were coordinating our schedules so that we could have classes together at the end of the day. That way, we could try to bail out early and get home to do whatever we wanted. Our grades never suffered much, despite the lack of interest in showing up or participating. This gave us the freedom to slack on our homework a bit, because we knew we could make up, when, make up for it when the test came. Eric used to tell me that he couldn't remember a time where he didn't start a paper the day before it was due. At some point, the procrastination became too much to handle. Eric dropped out because of the constant bullshit of being a computer science major killed any passion he had. He keeps saying that he'll go back when he gets motivated, but if he's anything like me, he'll never be motivated again. I handled these feelings in a completely different way. I never got passionate about any subject, which made each passing school day the worst day of my life. Every single day killed my morale a little more, which led to me getting lazier and less motivated every semester until I hit my peak. I don't think I've ever been as unmotivated, unmotivated and unsure of my skills as I am now, but that could change for the worst tomorrow. A week for today, I'll start my seventh year of college, with only an AA and a growing appetite for alcohol to show for it. Some people might look at the upcoming semester as a way to get back on track and get your head back in the game, but I've been doing this shit for so long I don't even know if I could think of that way if I tried. So that's how we got to this point, waiting for the evening to get drunk as I counted down my days till freedom ended. I really wish I never had to do anything again, I said, pouring vodka and orange juice into the shaker. Just drop out. If I had to keep bashing my head against the wall like you, I'd hate myself too. Trust me, it's much nicer once you get the fuck out of there. I can't do that. My parents would literally murder me if I didn't stick it out. My drink came out perfect. Perfectly strong, that is. Just the way I needed it. Just don't tell them. I'll just slip my dad a little. Oh, I signed up for a class or two at the beginning of the semester, and he never follows up on it. Eric grabbed the shaker and started his cocktail. Then you get a job. We do this shit every night. You know that they'll follow up, and if they don't, my grandpa will. I'm just stuck. I can't read another fucking book, man. My brain can't take it. Eric finished shaking his drink, and we headed back to his room, which has been dubbed the Beef Queef Central, the perfect place to have a good time. On deck for today, we'll be drinking cocktails, listening to Tears for Fears to get us in the right mindset for more cocktails, watching a show or playing a game while drinking cocktails, and ending the night listening to My Chemical Romance with one last cocktail. It's a pretty typical beef session for the two of us, but the routine is more of a joy than a chore. At least football season's right around the corner. Eric was trying to cheer me up, queuing songs for queuing up songs from the big chair as we started our first round of drinks. We'll at least get a few game days in during the semester. Yeah, but I checked the syllabus for one of my classes. I have Sunday homework. Can you believe that shit? Sunday homework for a Tuesday evening class? I might not get to leave my house ever again. Sunday homework was a touchy subject for me, as I had intentionally signed up for classes intending to be able to watch football with Eric and our group of friends. I figured I could take Sundays off and do my homework on Mondays, meaning that I would have to miss one game a week. However, a few days ago, I opened the syllabus to find that my Sundays would be dominated with more novels and reading quizzes than I could handle, while also watching games. I, my already broken spirit took a huge hit, and I wasn't sure if I could ever recover from this one. Sunday homework? They keep making up more shit to keep you busy, Eric said, between the slurps of his straw at the bottom of the empty glass. I think that calls for round two. Eric stepped out into the hallway to see if his dad was asleep yet. 
Coast is clear. Let's hit the backyard for a minute, and then I'll pour another one. I'm down. Maybe some air will make my head hurt less. We silently snuck through the dimly lit halls and out through the garage into the backyard. The air was significantly cooler than it was this afternoon, even though it was probably still around 80 degrees. Compared to the unrelenting heat of earlier, it was heaven. Rounding the corner to the table behind his room, Eric pulled out a pack of smokes and lit one up. He offered one to me, but I wasn't quite drunk enough to partake yet. We took seats around the little patio table and turned on the LED lantern. Its blue-tinted glow gave us just enough light to see our surrounding area while not blinding us in the dark around us. School hasn't even started yet, and I'm already totally beat. I regretted not accepting the cigarette, hoping for anything to ease the pain in my heart. I wish I'd never done anything before, or I feel like I've never done anything before, but I don't think I have the energy to do anything ever again. We're one of a kind, man, Eric continued to drag on his cigarette, the smell of the smoke making my cravings worse by the second. Once you've decided to get out of there, we'll have to enact the visual novel plan. Eric and I had devised a plan for ourselves years ago for when we inevitably hit rock bottom. Thinking back, we may have set a date to do it, but that was many years and even more drinks ago. The plan, known as the visual novel route, was to take place once we were so broken down we couldn't contribute to society anymore. Once we had all that we could take, we would both drop out of everything and start working on these erotic visual novels, which we had both developed a taste for. Neither of us has ever worked on a project like this before, but the passion was there, and we didn't have anything better to do. I'm saving that for when I have nothing left, for give, left to give. I wasn't sure if that was yet or not, but it certainly wasn't far off. Once I've flunked out or gotten expelled or something, then we'll get into it. I need you for this, though. You know I have the music shops. I've been working on my drawing skills, and I've picked up enough coding to program the game. I just can't write this shit. I've never been a writer, and I know you can do it. I wish we could do it now, but at least, I would, at least I would be enjoying myself. Life is too short to keep doing these things to please other people. Eric snuffed out the butt of his smoke on the ground and threw it in the trash. You have to think of yourself, too. Let's get another drink and get back on it. The nighttime weather was finally acceptable. In a way, I wished I could just stay outside all night, but the mosquitoes were starting to come in and I needed more vodka to cure the pain. Back in the garage, we filled our cups with more ice. Looking at the clock, it was already 10.30 or so. For the sake of time, we made our second round extra strong and headed back into the Beef Queef Central. Songs from the Big Share had just gone over. Eric could tell I needed the emotional support of the mid-2000s emo scene. Songs like I'm Not Okay, I Promise by My Chemical Romance set the tone in the background. Two more rounds of drinks continued, and by midnight, we were in the zone. Do you remember the day I came over here so depressed that I didn't think I could move again, and we sat in the backyard smoking swishers and chatting forever, for hours? A few years ago... I had been dumped in a particularly brutal fashion, which led me on a heavy spiral of depression. I hadn't left my house in weeks, and I wasn't particularly keen on continuing to live. I never told anyone because I didn't want people to feel sorry for me and treat me differently, but I knew Eric wouldn't. Of course, Eric responded. What about it? I don't think I've felt that way again until today. I just feel like the world is stacked against me. I don't know how much more of the shit I can take. The alcohol had taken hold, and now my words were coming out faster than I could think of them. Nothing I could possibly do this semester could be beneficial to my health, but I'm already locked into it. I don't even know if I can make it all the way through. The best I can hope for is I have some sort of brain aneurysm in the middle of the semester just so my parents don't find out how bad of a failure I am. At least then they couldn't possibly be disappointed in me for being such a piece of shit. I tried reading a book for leisure over the summer. I couldn't even get 100 pages into it. How am I going to get through all these fucking literature classes? I wish I had never gone back to... I wish I never had to go back ever again. I wish I could just make the visual novels now, but it's too late. I'm too burnt out. You see, this is why I got out when I did. 
one more semester of that same old shit and I would have been just like you. Eric was always more composed drunk than I was. His words were much, much more measured than my emotional rant. People like us just aren't made for the world. There's no place a person for a person with no past and no future. Our passion is dead. Our lives are meaningless. And we've been so average for so long we've been forgotten about. All we got is till we beef it till we die. I would if I could, man. I would if I could. I took another sip from my drink and got my brain got a little fuzzier. This is all I have left. And when school starts again, I won't even have this anymore. You'll make it. The worst thing that could happen is flunking out. And if that happens, you'll just come back here and we'll get to work. Homeboys for life? Homeboys. Hope homeboys. We'll always be around. In that last moment, whether the words or the alcohol, my fears have been so much placated. Next thing I knew, I was waking up with my shoes on and a Gatorade sitting on the table next to me. Eric was still asleep on the bed, and I was hoping that my sad sacking and near-suicidal ranting didn't ruin the night too much. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, and it certainly won't be the last, but I can't keep taking out my frustrations on him, especially if we won't get to see each other for the next few months. The end. All right, and we're back. So that was that was the article you wrote. Now that I'm hearing it, that must have been from post. That must have been summer 2015. Was yeah, when the event was. Now yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about the uh, yeah. I, the, uh, I the had timing it, of things because I remembered the flashback moment. I didn't remember the original moment. Gotcha. You know, so like that's yeah. I absolutely agree. Summer yeah. 2015 was when it was coming from. So yeah, that was uh, that was a about a year year after kind of this whole whole business by business I mean uh, beefing it started to come into uh, a term we used that kind of meant something yeah it's kind of about something and um, that was uh, summer 2014 yeah um, I finally got my uh, driver's license at yeah. the ripe old age of 22 and uh, I quit my that. job at the Vons Deli remember that too and uh Decided because I've been accepted like you into Channel Islands for the mm-hmm. fall 2014 semester. Yeah. So I was, I made the conscious decision. You know, I had a good amount saved up. I'm going to quit this fucking bullshit Vaughn's job and I'm going to enjoy my summer before, you know, Channel Islands starts up. Yeah, absolutely. So for the first time since, uh, I guess, uh, Mr. Lonely happened in summer 2011, I was uh, both. Or I was not going to school and not going to uh, work. Classic neat life. Yeah, so I, I had experienced it properly at the, you know, at a good age of 22, not yeah. 19 or 12 or whatever. Yeah. So that that was that was the first summer where uh, we were starting to get into VNs. And, yeah. you know, I could literally just wake up and I'm like, what do I have to do today? Nothing. Nothing. All right, uh, with my money saved up, let's go to Vaughn's. I'm going uh, to get some vodka and some uh, blood orange soda, and I'm going to f- follow seasonal anime, and we get day drunk and, you know, yeah. play some VNs and shit. I'll uh, drive over to your house at, like, 2 p.m. when everyone's, like, settled up. Or if I slept over, then at 2 p.m.-ish, we'll, like, <laughs> then we wake up. drive to KFC and, like, get <laughs> yeah. our fucking fill-ups or whatever the fuck uh, they are yep. in that era. They might have been something else. And then uh, we'll get our chicken and our fucking liquor and we'll sit in a room and we'll play two individual uh, fucking VNs. I think at least originally, it, uh, well, I guess the the first one you got was Katawa Shoujo. Yeah. That kind of led to everything. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, I kind of watched you play the Emmy route and then I got on the Emmy route. So and I was you were like, like, nah, fuck thank this. you. I'm not yeah. going to do it. 
But so then I, I, I we took were, a break. But then with Grisaya, we were both on Grisaya at the same time yeah, for Grisaya sure. Grisaya no Kajitsu, uh, which is um, the Eden of Grisaya, or no, the fruit of Grisaya. The fruit of Grisaya. Eden's, Eden's the, the second one. Eden's part. I think it's part three. Part three. Yeah. yeah Labyrinth is part Labyrinth two. the second. Yeah. The fruit of the Grisaya is, um, you know. A classic VN and came out in 2011 in Japan was uh, fan translated uh, yes. in 2013 and we, yeah. we uh, downloaded it in 2014 yeah and uh, that was it's it's basically everything you'd ever want from a VN honestly if ridiculous you ridiculous plot if you like to read main character if you like to read and you like to feel and you and like, you like to ejaculate yeah if you like to feel and ejaculate and read. If those are your three hobbies, uh, take up Grisaya. Yeah, they no they've got, they've got everything from lollycon to like double D titties. Like they they've got some dirty bitches. They got some conspiracy theories. They got oh yeah. Even though they're dirty bitches, they're all still virgins. Like so, you <laughs> oh, got yeah. that all virgin cast. All virgin was cast. A, a tag on that a chart you got. I believe. Yeah, the the VG like uh, <laughs> uh, VN. Very important tag, tag of yeah, course. Very important tag. <laughs> you want the all virgin cast. So yeah, that that summer was um, also when. Uh, I think we were starting to get back into playing more music, at least the stuff that would later become the psychedelic space beef band. Yeah, yeah. So I had more free time. Yeah. So me post, and Jake, like uh, post Margolo and post yeah, po- post uh, Margolo pre psychedelic space yeah, beef yeah. band. But we we had uh, we had Jake's cousin on drums. And, yeah. You know, we would just go in the backyard. We'd fucking blaze it and have some cigs, and then come back in yeah. and you know play some really good shit and a lot uh, you know. A good chunk of that ended up coming up or uh, coming out on the uh, the most recent album, Meet yeah. the Beefers. And yeah. um, during that time, there was uh, hold on one second. So post shot break, we're back. Um, so twenty fourteen that summer is really the first summer where I could afford and was of age to get the kind of, you know, alcohol and drugs I wanted to for a, a good night of hanging out with the guys that would be, you know, up to the standard that it required. Absolutely. So when when we ever talk about beefing it and all this stuff, you know, uh, may, maybe I've explained it before, but the, the kind of term was coined after a certain style of hanging out that we would do that involved, you know, Maybe eight to fifteen shots, you know, bowls of weed, some cigs, and was a way for us to talk about ideas and things that we wouldn't maybe normally, and we would have, you know, good conversations that yes. were not being held back by any pretenses of like a party, because normally a party is the only time you'd kind of do those activities. Yeah. And so I guess maybe this is a kickback or whatever, but there was there was no feeling of there was no tension or or kind of, you know, drama behind anything. It was literally just, hey, let's come here to do this. We want to hang out. We want to get fucked up. We want to talk about anything. And there's no. I, I guess there's no 
Yeah, no, no drama. No drama. There's no, like there's no pretense you. about the ability to like just say what you got on your mind without like, like being judged or any of that kind of shit. You know, like we're just getting into like the nitty gritty of like this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm feeling. Here's the ideas that I have. Just. Yeah, spitballing them around. There's, kind been, of thing. there's been some wild ones over the year. You know, Absolutely, over the years. Uh, yeah. like my uh, maybe I'll debut it here. My my idea for uh, Middle Australia. You know, um, yeah, uh, Middle Australia is inhabited by nothing. So uh, you know, every radical extremist society. You know, you set up a border there. They can live there. You can't reproduce because you know, obviously that's not ethical for a child born there. But you know. Practice whatever the fuck you want to do. Essentially, there. go. You're you, you talking, can have you can have your official cannibal state. Yeah, like, whatever the fuck you want. What you're talking is Mad Max times a million, basically, is what you're no, saying. No, but it's it's like globally like accepted as being yeah yeah. It's, it's Mad like a Max, full thing. but accepted in this one section of the world, Middle Australia. Yeah, like where there's nothing going on. So yeah, if you believe in whatever extreme idea, and you find likewise people you can go make your own nation state in there. Like, yeah, once you go there, you can't come back probably, but you can't, you have to be euthanized cause you, know, you can't bring a child up in some like weird extremist cult. Yeah. But if you want to go there, do it. And you know, not, you're talking, uh, like, um, like maybe, you know, cut your balls off and you're not talking euthanized where they kill you. You're talking like make you, uh, oh, yeah, not for sterilized. Yeah, sterilized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I knew what you were saying. Yeah. But anyway, you know, that, that that's that's an idea that I debuted when we were all hanging out. And, uh, yeah. you know, it was a good, healthy debate. That was really funny. Yeah, we got a and, lot of stuff uh, going on. No one had their feelings hurt. No, like, basically, that was... But just the, discussing wild ideas in without the, fear of being ostracized. Yeah, or, or like... It's very open of any kind of idea. The, like, um, when... Like, when people fucking mean, like, real public discourse, like, no... Fuck that. We want real, like, private discourse. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, shit. when I went and I brought to you that breakup that's mentioned in the uh, in the article, like, that was, right. like, ultimate, like, p- like private discourse. Here's me and you and just me and you, and we're hanging out and we're getting, uh, like, our, like, tobacco lit in on. In swishers. Yeah, we're getting our tobacco lit and we're sitting in the backyard just hanging out. We're not fucked up, but I just, like, know that... Oh, well, that was proto-beefing. It was proto-beefing, but at the same time, it's like, here's the... We've got the situation where I know that you've... You're not gonna, like, baby me, basically. No, yeah, no, that's that's not the thing. We, it, we, we're not here we're not, to we're just not here be, to, like... Yeah emotional support animals we're not gonna coddle your like crappy feelings about whatever the fuck it is but if you have some actual feelings that you're feeling and you want to come and like get your not necessarily hug box but like uh, real feelings about a subject on like come and hang out with the beef crew we'll get beefed you tell us what you're feeling we'll tell you the honest opinion that kind of thing that's like what i oh, went yeah. to eric for for this exact reason the feelings are honest Yep. That's what I believe. Honesty, integrity, but also not, you know, being wildly, you know. Too outrageous. Like, not like a fuck you, like, oh, you said something that was like a microaggression in some sort of oh, century, God. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, no, nothing of that sort. And, and the reason why we use beef, despite its other connotations, is because beef is delicious. Yeah. And a lot of times when we've hung out, Especially Steve's been cooking tri-tip and shit. Yeah. And like, like beef is the ultimate meat. It's so good. 
every time. So, I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't know how to describe it to you why we use that term because it's buried in history, but uh, it got used around that time, and so I'm not good. sure exactly if there was a uh, meaning behind, you know, uh, that particular term o- over other particular terms, but I, I love beef. And for all y'all Toho fans out there, I met Zune, the creator of Toho, at Anime Expo in, in 2016. Yeah. And uh, he signed my copy of the first volume of the official Toho manga. And when we were in line, the, uh, one of the staff was going around saying, hey, on this piece of paper, write your name. So Zune News... Zune knows how, knows who to write it out to. So on the piece of paper, I wrote my name as Beef, spelled as the Japanese version of Beef. Yeah, because they have a language, they have a a written language called katakana, which is mostly used for loan words yeah. of other languages. It's not like the kanji. It's like the yes, more advanced it's not kind Chinese of no, like yeah. the kanji is. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or uh, hiragana, which is kind of a mix, but um, yeah, it. I wrote my name as Beef. So when Zune saw that name, he knew it literally meant Beef. And like, <laughs> he had a big old fucking grin. And his main translator was like, oh, Zune loves Beef. So he signed his uh, volume of uh, Toho manga to Beef. <laughs> Fantastic. It's one of the best a, stories I've ever heard. Oh, right it, it was incredible. Zune loves Beef. You, I, love, I, I love saw Zune. him. I saw, saw that guy, his face light up. He loves Beef. Did you did you give him any beers or was not allowed to? Uh, I didn't have any on me. Oh, he shame. was getting beers all all okay. weekend. Apparently, that's though. that's that's what you want. You want yeah. the boy to be getting beers. Sorry, Zoon, I was drinking the beers myself. Yeah, under, understandable. <laughs> that's the beef lifestyle. You drink the beers. Exactly. You see a beer in front of you, you drink the beers, and then you say what you mean to say. So yeah, 2014 was really the start of like kind of realizing this this kind of hangout. And yeah. It was, uh, Shortly before, uh, some of my other friends had moved out of their parents' house after graduating into uh, another spot in Ventura, which we're currently recording this from, yes. which I was kind of like a half-resident for a long time because I was good friends with uh, one of the residents, the uh, adversary, Yes, as we all know him on we the We know pod. the adversary. Uh, he lived here for a year and a half, and I was kind of here every weekend or every other weekend, and we were all partying. Yes. Or at least half of us. We were, were all beefing it. At least all the people that you heard on any of the podcasts yeah, before this true. one. And uh, it was it was kind of a an incredible time of just free flowing exchange of whatever ideas, great music, um, lots of liquor. Yes. And um, and not so great music, but in a way that we're <laughs> able to appreciate it. Like we're um, a certain person i don't know if they've they've not been on by name but i'll refer to them as the adversary's roommate oh some uh some nickelback on you know like yeah that kind of stuff you know there's 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 been some uh, differing of musical we get some uh some ironic music tastes as well don't seem unironic or it seems unironic yeah it seems unironic but it's maybe ironic but maybe not we never know but we'll never know I don't care as long as it's got a groove to it that I could dance to. Makes me bug out. It's give got me a funky. To dance to. Yeah, give me something to dance to. 
No, but um, since since that summer, yeah, it's really been developing a kind of a, a culture of open mindedness and yes. not political correctness. Yes, it's like a weird medium that doesn't seem to exist anymore. No, either you're like some like Twitter fuck that like is like talking about how everything's problematic, or you're some fucking like crazy lunatic alt right motherfucker. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. Both sides bad yeah. center both sides fuck you center also bad but us good fuck you yeah i'm agree with that so yeah. basically that that's kind of where this came from we don't have any monetary backing so we we're, we're not afraid to say honestly whatever the fuck we want. we're buying cheap vodka and and fucking shooting lots shooting of it. lots of it so we're drinking and we've been doing this for years Bef- before twitter became this insane before mess and po- before, before podcasts were like a major like reddit motherfucker went to 4chan slash paul and ruined the website before like a uh, podcast became like a million bajillion dollar industry we were like we've been dinging, it. we've been dinking we've been talking about real shit and that that's that's kind of where this idea is coming from like it's i i it seems hard to think that anyone would adopt this because it, it's too reasonable. Yeah. You know, not not being uh, insanely offended by everything, but still being able to, you know, enjoy your life and enjoy hanging out with yeah. people. And still having to not have, Not being like, on your phone 24-7. Having original ideas that people don't immediately shit on for being, like, pieces of shit. Like, oh, man, who would have thought you could have an original idea that's not part of anything, you know? Like, oh, yeah. man, who would have thought? It's... It, it seems way more unlikely than it than it should be, but yeah. I guess that's where we're at. So I really, now that we've talked about this for a really long time and we've gotten to like the point of it, you know, I really want to talk about the first time because the story that I read was really about me and you. Yes, me and you were the main characters, and that's right. I uh, the first time I shared this with you, you had a very uh, response to it. You had a very like hard response to it. It was. It was bringing back, you know, the the strong feelings I had back then, which yes. I hadn't really thought of until when you showed me that piece. Yeah, and uh, it, I vividly remember that night. Yeah, and especially the part with you know the VN route. Yes, and uh, it really uh, hit me hard because. Now I'm, I'm at the age. You're not quite yet. You will be soon. We're a couple months from now. Th- the the VN route exit plan. I I am that age. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm there in a couple of months. You know, like yeah. so we've made it. So yeah, no. Um, Who would have thought that both of us would have lived to the age of twenty six? I, I I certainly it didn't seem like it back then. No, absolutely not. But um. Uh, I'm currently working on Escape the Deli still. I'm not in... I'm I'm a part of it, but in the place where I really fucked off and, like, was a real, like, deadbeat for uh, a couple of months. Oh, it happens. Yeah, you know. We know that. Yeah. We all we all know how it goes, you know? No, but that... Uh, reading the article at the time, you know, I was... Uh, I was probably about 14 deep. Yeah. Was, I think I started pretty early. Yeah. So it wasn't that late, but yeah, it was, it was incredible to see such a night captured in a way that I've never seen captured. Cause obviously no one's ever written about what we do. Yeah. No, that's, so I'm one semester away from writing my final project where I think I have free reign kind of thing. 
Right. And my whole, I'm gearing up for my whole project to just be like a beef and diaries of like from the beginning of the Moorpark Hollows days to 28 slash 19. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. And I know, I think from what I've heard from other people that have done this, uh, this major uh, final project thing is that you, as long as you hit 10 pages of writing, you graduate kind of thing. Okay. And I know for a fact, I could get probably like 50 pages of writing out of all the stuff that we've done, you know, (laughs) like it will not be hard one bit. There's definitely a lot of content. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, this is now four years in the making. I, even if it seemed more, like, if you include the in, the the prologue, yeah, the prologue exactly, which is like stuff that I have not written about yet. But I, well, I mean, I written wrote about it a little bit in the stuff that I wrote. Well, but, that, that's that's more of like the Kalugan, you know, ethics yeah. And but philosophy. like the prologue, prologue of like the 2007 to 2010, like uh, late high school era, you know, like that. True. Where it's like me, you, and Jake. Less salacious, less drugs, less homeboys, but, like, but definitely still there's definitely there. still there. Definitely I, I, still. I think, I think the the immediate prologue era of like social and political philosophy with Kalugan yeah. in 2000, fall of 2012. Two, yeah. Which includes the trip to Arby's, the beef Mecca. Yeah, absolutely. As like the finale of that yes. incredible 2012 semester. Yeah. But so basically that, that, my, that's, that's something that we would uh, want to have for there. No, absolutely. And what I'm saying is I already have that story that I read on air is seven pages, right? There's like, like probably like 140 pages of stories to come out of everything else besides that one night. Oh where yeah. The two I mean, of us are there. The, the tale of the homeboys, the average homeboys movie, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. looking more and more incredible as, uh, no, every, current events happen. Every year that continues <laughs> the average homeboys movie with all of the different DMT and all the different yeah, the styles. Reptilians, of, yeah. The, the reptilians, CIA, the Kung Fu battle with everything Putin. has become more and more like, uh, socially acceptable. For the CIA, everything, the streets yeah. of sea town. Battle of Barry Street. Everything's become more and more socially acceptable <laughs> since the moment that we and Alex, who rest in peace, is not in California anymore, but he's still around. Still around. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's like still around, you know, like it's yeah. all, it's all become more socially acceptable since it's become like brainstormed, you know, but like, yeah, I just, no, we, we've, we've got some stuff. With I the just homeboys. think, I just think that what I've written here literally captures a perfect moment in the homeboys history where we're just oh absolutely going in we're drinking we're having our time we're having like a, a emotionally distinct uh discussion even though it's my discussion there's other discussions that have been had that are not my discussion but i'm the person who wrote it so that's why i like right. my discussion goes first and like we'll get because i'm a piece of shit you know i'm not going <laughs> to write somebody else's piece of shit discussion before you know yeah, no, um, I'm not going to write the, I'm not going to write the fucking middle Australia first, you know, like I'm going to write, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write course. the, like that feel with no GF, my story first, and then I'll write <laughs> middle Australia second, secondary, you know, like, yeah, no, the, uh, the author gets the pick. Exactly. No, but, um, yeah, absolutely. No, I think, uh, I think that piece really captured it. The, the piece is going up, uh, with this podcast. Yes. So, uh, you'll, you'll be able to, uh, read it. Yes. You can hear it while listening to this. and You, you can know. hear it read terribly by a person who's <laughs> drunk, or you can read it in its full literary, like, uh, fully thought out moment. Yeah, no, it, it's a good read. I really uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Obviously, it means more to me because I was there as a character. But it'll, it'll, it's, I, I think it captures a, 
a very small percentage of people that hopefully you are part of as well yes. that is uh, disaffected by both the, you know, meme left and the meme right. And you're like yes. kind of confused about like, shouldn't there be some sort of balance? Like, yes. Can I can I say the word retard? I was told at work I shouldn't say that <laughs> by one of my coworkers. And yes. I'm like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> can I? Uh, I d- I didn't mean that in any offensive way. Like uh, it was just like a literary term, literal term of yeah, like, like people who have like mental disabilities, you know, yeah. like or physical disabilities, like whatever. I so don't I mean, care. In in this in this current time, yeah. If if you want to seek something that you know is uh, not, yeah. Uh, just completely ridiculous, inflammatory, and meaningless. Um, you want to read something that's like completely centrist from a person who's like the farthest left communist that you can uh, read? <laughs> then read this piece it's, by me. It's uh, you know, uh, you may you may claim that title, but you don't hold it. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, can I give a quick shout out before we end this? Yeah, yeah, we're almost um, done here. I know there's a certain person named Glenda who watches Glendale. these podcasts Glendale that watches these pods that doesn't know a lot about sports and didn't want to watch the sports podcast. This one, it's all for you. A hey. shout out Glendale. Love you. Love Glenda. Love Glenda. The end. Right. Thank you. Peace out.